Today on our podcast, we're talking about should a church even have a marketing budget? We're talking about excellence in managing your outreach. And in our Ask Mike segment, we're going to answer the question, does a pastor even need to have a personality? So stay tuned. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. All right, howdy, 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 Mike Holmes here at the Better Sundays podcast, and I am excited to be with you today. Good to have you. Welcome for wherever you are around the country and North America and Europe and Africa. We actually get a lot of people from a lot of places uh, that write in and comment, and we're grateful for everyone. So good to have you here. This is the Better Sundays podcast. If you want a better Sunday than you had last week, you're at the right place. In fact, we're like the number one podcast for practical advice for independent conservative Baptist churches, helping churches manage what they know they need to manage. Some of those things. We're not going to help you with your music. We're not going to help you with your Bible versions. We're not going to help you with your doctrine. You should have that figured out. But we are help, here to help you reach new young families and figure out what is going on in your particular neck of the woods and how you can become more effective in the right way, right? Effective for the Lord, okay? We want to do our very best for the Lord. So we got a couple interesting topics today. The Ask Mike segment will be at the end, and we're going to talk about this question, does the pastor even need to have a personality? But we're going to jump right into this main topic here, where we're talking about the idea of the church as a business. Is the church a business or not a business? Well, in many ways, it's actually not at all like a business. We are a group of people with a with a passion, with a with a, a salvation within us, a, and called out believers to change the world. I mean, totally different than than uh, any type of business in our community. But from the outsider perspective, there are things that ways we are business like, and we want to make sure that we take care of those in the proper way. And today, we're going to be talking about about this controversial topic about should a church even have a marketing budget. You know, I was in a conversation with a guy a, a while back, and we were talking about this thing, and he says, like, well, I don't even believe in all that marketing stuff, you know, and he was kind of, you know, saying things about, you know, all that slick marketing and some of that, and I, we were talking, I said, well, if you got a church sign, you believe in marketing. If you got a website, you believe in marketing. It's like, well, I believe in that, but not all the slick stuff. It's like, okay, well, we'll say separate all the salesman stuff off of it. But folks, we do need to pay attention. I'm going to give you a couple specific areas uh, on where to pay attention in this particular thing. You know, Proverbs 27 is a verse we've used many, many times. It talks about being diligent about your flocks and the state of your flocks. Now, I don't know if any of you know this, but I have a degree in sheep. I went to college to learn how to farm, uh, you know, cow-calf and, and sheep and, you know, all livestock kind of stuff. So I actually have raised a lot of sheep. And if you have any of those sheep sermon questions, you know, illustrations, I can tell you all sorts of them. But but the idea of a farmer, he's not just walking around a field with a bunch of sheep. He's raising those sheep for a purpose. That is his business. That is his sustenance. That, In fact, if, if the, the wolves eat all the lambs, okay, in other words, the reason David saved the sheep from being eaten was because it was financially profitable to him 
for their wool and for uh, their meat and for selling them as breeding stock. There's a lot of different things that you can uh, do with, with farm animals there. But a farmer, a shepherd, a sheep farmer is not in the business just to walk around and let his animals graze. Okay, He's in the business of being prosperous and have a healthy business that will have a level of profit to it and sustain his family. And in the same way, and not for filthy lucre's sake, we are here not to, you know, love of money. We don't need all that kind of stuff. But folks, we do want to have a church that sustains and pays its bills and keeps its testimony. And part of making all that happen is a level of marketing, which is very, very important. Now, you can call it, you can change it in your budget, call it the evangelism budget if you want. You don't have to necessarily call it, you know, whatever. Some churches call it promotion, okay? That's a little bit softer word. I, I don't have any problem with that. But it's the idea of making sure that you are out there in your community. Now, I'm going to give you two areas that are very, very important on this in our podcast here. And by the way, if, if you find this helpful, if you hit the, if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, if you take a moment and hit the like button, we appreciate that. Uh, and then if you forward it or share it or subscribe, or there's all sorts of things you can do, but we, we appreciate that kind of stuff. So, all right, there's a couple areas that we need to kind of make sure that we are healthy in. And in this day and age, one that has been a big topic this week specifically, I made several posts online and, and talked to a lot of people about this, is the idea of your digital side, your digital side. In other words, people are looking at things you know, on screens much more than they ever did, whether it's a phone or a television or whatever. Now there's other print marketing like billboards and you know things like that. But let me just kind of give you a couple areas um, in your digital side where you need to kind of make sure that you're up to speed. And I'll give you a couple funny examples uh, of things that uh, we just talked about this week. First of all, your church as a business is almost without doubt listed on Google. If you have a phone number, if you have any kind of address, they have somehow figured that out. You can go to Google and you can claim that business. It's, and the, the area where you go to it is it's called Google My Business. And actually, if you just type in, you know, such and such a church, such and such a town, you'll come up and it'll probably be there have an address and there's a couple buttons and I'm not, this is not a full training session on that right now, but fine, but you can claim the ownership of that. And once they verify that you're the owner, you can put your service times in, you can put some photos in, you can put directions to the church and things like we have a children's program and we, you know, do stuff for senior citizens and we have a food ministry, uh, all of that kind of stuff. You can put uh, those things in there. And again, the, 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 area to go to on that. Once you find it, you'll be into an area called Google My Business. And if you need help on that, just type in Google My Business and YouTube, and it will help you figure that out. But you need to be sharp in those areas and not dull in those areas. Now, let me give you a couple funny examples. Uh, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, uh, a church from down south somewhere called, we went to their page, we're trying to figure it out, and their page had some photos in it that they pastor had no idea where the photos had come from. They were from an older pastor, whatever. And one of the photos, you know, the banner across the top, kind of that long flat banner. The banner was a super duper close up of someone's face, and it just covered. So when you went to their church and Googled it and looked it up, you saw across your thing the giant picture of someone's eyebrows. It was like both of their eyebrows and the furrows in their forehead. Now, now that 
is not healthy, okay? If someone wants to come to your church, they don't want to see a giant forehead uh, of somebody. And then we found out, we, we kind of did a little clicking here and there, and it turned out to be a picture of a lady, and it was her forehead. We didn't know that. And then I asked the pastor, I said, who is that lady? And he said, I have no idea, okay? Now, folks, this is some rough stuff. We need to correct these things. Um, this last week, I was working with a church um, down south, and uh, they had the same kind of thing. They had Google My Business. We went and found it, looked it up. There's a picture of their church building. Nice picture, you know, appropriate and all that. There's about four or five other pictures. I said, I wonder what those are. And it shows two or three of them. I clicked on the other couple that were there, and one of them was just a guy standing out there like with a car in his yard uh, for sale. It was like a green 65 Mustang. It was like a nice-looking car. And then I talked to the pastor. I was like, who's that? He was like, I have no idea. There was another picture of a close-up of like a like a Sears catalog and another picture of, of like a bush in someone's backyard. And these were all on the church page. Now, folks, this is a marketing kind of stuff that I want you to pay attention to. And when we talk about marketing, we talk about promotion, it's not a, a, a big marketing budget. It's not that you need hundreds and thousands of dollars for marketing. You need some out. You need to pay attention to these things and make sure these things are getting corrected. So those churches are both in the process of making those corrections, but you need to look yours up. So some digital stuff there. And, and again, this is the idea of having uh, diligent about your flock. And, and the state of your flocks and really paying attention to all this kind of stuff and making sure you're, you're healthy in this area. Uh, Google Maps, of course, your website needs to be good. We did a review this week of a website, had absolutely no photos in it. Not a single photo of a single anything. Not the building, not children, not pastor, no nothing. And it's like websites are optimized for search and for people looking for churches and that was that's not a healthy thing it needs to it needs to be done it would be like if you read a book and you opened the book and the the print went all the way to the edges i mean right to the edge there's a reason for that white space around there. Someone's been thinking, relief on the eyes. There's a reason we have photos on our pages, and we need to have that kind of stuff. So, again, we're not talking a lot of money here, but we are talking a lot of concentration and a lot of intent. Uh, another one in the digital thing is sort of your outbound, digital, what we call digital outbound. And this would be where you're posting things in your local Facebook groups, uh, and we have some good training on how to do that that we'll be doing in our academy uh, uh, sponsored uh, conference that's coming up. The Reach Keep, uh, Reach Keep Academy is sponsoring the Back to Church Conference. It's coming up in just a short while, and you can find all the information by just going to reachkeep.com. At the top there, there's a couple of buttons. You can uh, hit it and, and find your way through uh, all that. Um, but this idea of outbound where you are putting things in local Facebook groups, free advertising, absolutely free. You can do that. Uh, your outbound email, which is promotional kind of stuff, what what are you doing there? We can train you on that as well. Uh, you're outbound in just actually what we call paid advertising. And we at our church very rarely do paid advertisement. We just did some for our vacation Bible school. We had four or 5,000 different hits on that thing where, where people were clicking and looking and all that. And we know that we brought people in uh, specifically from that thing. So uh, all of that is your digital stuff. Now, let's just jump to the physical side of things because this is not intended to be a whole class on on marketing and promotion, but it's just the idea of should we even have a budget, you know? And and again, I'm not, I, you may not have a lot of money. When we started our church, we didn't have a lot of money, but we had some time. 
and we could figure out how to post some of these things and advertise some of these things. And we printed some things. And a lot of our early things were in black and white. And I remember cutting them out and handing them out and posting things around town. These are the physical type of things that need to be done. So I wrote down a couple of things like signage, any kind of signage. And this would not be just signs out on the highway, but these would be like, uh, we print, uh, you know, like this size of paper. Uh, you can't see that if you're on the podcast, but just eight and a half by 11. And you can print the name of your sermon and maybe a little question about, you know, is there a God? Come and find out Sunday morning, you know, at our church. Uh, you know, you post it, and we post those all around town. We have a, about a dozen places in our little community where we know we can post something. It's a community bulletin board, and we get a lot of traction uh, from that. But uh, signs on the side of the road, signs in front of your building, uh, appropriate signs, uh, you know, post it around the community, uh, that type of thing. Uh, another thing is just this idea of just all the printed stuff, you know, just business cards that you can hand out to people. Those are some marketing things. And again, those are very, very inexpensive anymore. Um, there's lots of ways to print them. Um, I, I just usually now go to Vistaprint because they got a lot of my stuff memorized and I go boom, boom, boom. And in a short order, I've got some business cards coming. And I don't do just a little business cards just for, you know, my name and phone number for the the pastor, uh, that type of thing. Well, we do business cards for sermon series. So you're doing a series on, say, forgiveness, okay? And uh, what do, you just put, what does the Bible say about forgiveness? Join us Sunday morning, 1030, Sinclair Baptist Church, you know, the entire month of October. Boom. It, I mean, it takes hardly next to nothing. And then you give everybody 10 of those on Sunday morning, and you say, hand those out. And uh, they, they go out and hand them out in the community, and then you bring people in. So again, this is a marketing mindset. This is the idea of being an excellent manager of your outreach, and we need to be excellent uh, in that area. So uh, the other, the last one I have is just what I call displayers, and these are just little uh, eight and a half by 11s or posters if you can afford them bigger, but they are around your building, or when people come, there would be like a little brochure rack, and it would say, what do you want to know about our children's ministry? Here it is. Here's something about our food ministry. Here's something about our, our values. In fact, we took our, uh, our main core values and put them on posters, and we have them hanging on the wall in some places. All of that just takes some time and attention. It doesn't take a ton of money. Okay, so the question is, should a church have a budget? Yes, I think we should have some type of marketing budget, but should we put time into it? <clears throat> and that is an absolutely yes to that. So there's our question for today, or there's our uh, discussion for the day. Uh, if, is church a business? I'm not technically no, but do we run and are we compared to businesses in this sense of marketing? Absolutely. Having business cards and websites that are, you know, functional and accurate is an important thing. So, all right, let's jump to Ask Mike, okay? Because this, I get a variety of questions and I would love for you to submit your question. If you have a question about anything that has to do with church management or reaching young families, please send that to info at reachkeep.com. That's just I-N-F-O at reachkeep.com. And uh, that'll go directly to me. I will look up. We'll see if we can put it in uh, and, and uh, get it going. Uh, this one kind of comes in, in the statement. Um, <clears throat> uh, and here's the question I kind of formed out of it. Does the pastor need a personality? Does a pastor even need a personality? I thought it was kind of funny. But I had a question, and, and it wasn't a question. It was more of a statement. And it says, uh, I don't have an outgoing personality, so I could never do what you do. 
And I just want to warn you and, and let you know that it, it is not about personality as much as it is about passion. If you are passionate about reaching your community, if you are burdened for those kids and those moms and dads that are walking around your community, you're going to figure out a way to reach them. Okay, and 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 there might your your excitement may come out in different ways. It may come out in door knocking. It may come out in visiting. It may come out in putting your arm around and praying with them to write on a street. I prayed with a guy in a parking lot the other day, and he just like I. I can't believe you just did that right here in the parking lot. I mean, he was just like astounded that we had had prayer in the parking lot. Folks, it's about passion. It's not necessarily about personality. The other thing it's about is about the principles that you believe and the things that you are are executing. In other words, we call those core values. And during our conference and during some of our stuff that we do here through the Reach Keep Academy, which is our membership site, we have a we train you in these things. In other words, there are principles that you have that you put into effect. And whether you have personality, whether you're type A or whatever the, all the things are, whether you're excited or exuberant or whatever, if you put principles into effect and you back that up with passion, you will be able to create what we call that reach keep church where you're going to be reaching and keeping and changing your community. And that's the the ask my question for the day. So does the pastor even need to have a personality? Uh, the answer really is no. If he's got passion and you got principles, things are going to go the right direction. What you may not have in some of those areas is training. Okay. And we are the premier training organization that helps pastors who are struggling. You need a mentor, you need a coach, you need somebody, you need ReachKeep. And we'll get you into the ReachKeep Academy. Come join us, get in our, involved in our academy. You can go to ReachKeep.com uh, and, and uh, hit a couple of buttons and find your way to the conference that's coming up. And we have a limited number of people we do in our conference. We only train about 15 people at a time. We cannot do a lot because this is focused training. We want to do a lot of one-on-one -on -one stuff. And so we're going to spend some time with you make sure you register right away and again you can go to reachkeep.com and there's some buttons that say reachkeep conference and you that'll get you uh, get you where you're going so anyway this is mike from sinclair wyoming and excited to have you always on board appreciate that uh, if you're up listening here hit the subscribe button on youtube and otherwise make sure that you uh, uh give us a thumbs up or a share uh, however it works if you're on a, a your favorite little podcast uh, player. Lots of times they have a little share button, a little square with an arrow coming out of it, and you can hit that and send that to a pastor who's needing a little encouragement, and you'd be a blessing to him if you sent them that. So anyway, God bless you. Don't forget to be serving the Lord with gladness and enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and we will see you next week. God bless. God bless.